Lindsay, and this is Five Cats, Two Pussies. Thanks for dropping by. (laughs) (laughs) This is episode, oh my god, is this episode 19? It's 19, dude. Holy shit, dude. Right. High five to us. We say this every episode, we're like, holy shit, we're already here. Yeah. But it's true, we are. We're already here. So, thanks for being here with us. Yeah. We've got a lovely episode planned for you. We're going to talk about the most bullshit holiday of all, in my opinion, St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. We have a brand new herb, Kelly. (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) Kelly uh, sent me a text and pointed out that in episode 17, you said herb. I think Kelly should. She said she rewound it and listened to it. Kelly should dig the shit out of her ears because (laughs) she's got to be mistaken. <laughs> no, I'm gonna re-listen to it. And see if say she's probably to be fair. She's probably right. She's probably right. I uh, this is also I'm, I'm kind of like I'm both excited and sad. This is the last episode for our winter ritual candle. I know our little piney baby. We have struggled so hard this winter to light this candle on time. <laughs> so I'm gonna light it right now. In the last time it will be lit before we choose a new candle for the spring. You see that, witches? We're remembering to light our ritual candle. It's been several episodes since we have. But you know what? Spring is the time of renewal and rebirth. And maybe we will be rebirthing our ritual and getting back to where we originally wanted it to be. Where we light our candle at the beginning of each episode. Absolutely. And... You know, this candle hasn't burned all the way down. Neither did the the fall one. And uh, right now they live in my curio cabinet. I don't keep burning them. That's very important to me. Uh, But I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to do with them yet. I'm kind of feeling like once I have all four seasons, I want to do something with them. But right now... I've only I've I've only got a couple of seasons, so true. We have a couple more seasons to go until we have all four. Well, I actually have a summer one in my cabinet that was oh just yeah. mine. Yeah, That's so right. so I need the spring one, and then we'll figure out what we're gonna do with them. Yeah, yeah. So might be cool to make a new candle. Might be. I don't know. We'll figure or, it out. I I don't know. Do you yes. have a suggestion, listener, on what we should do with our leftover ritual candles? If you do, you can drop us a line at our Gmail at 5C2Ppod at gmail.com because I'm old and that's what I like. But uh, you can also DM us on Instagram because I like photos and I like to pretend I'm modern. So you can hit us up on Instagram at 5C2Ppod as well. We will like and we will respond. Totally. So between the last time we chatted and this time... You had a birthday, Lindsay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yes, my birthday is on International Women's Day every year, actually. So I have a pretty cool birthday. Yeah, it was fine. Didn't really do much. Don't really like to do much. I talked to my mother a couple of weeks ago, and she told me that I was going to be old soon. So that's (laughs) super reassuring. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) So um, in honor of Lindsay's birthday, we wanted to do a single card tarot pull. Yeah. Ronnie has uh, never done a reading for me before. Yeah. I've never asked her to. 
and but I just I don't know. I felt like this was a good time. I like to do for birthdays. You can do a full card spread. Everybody's got their own traditions, their own practices. There are a lot of different spreads out there. But I'd like to do an on-air single card pull for Lindsay, and um, I use the uh, the Leland Olive um, Ophidia Rosa Tarot deck. So it's a it's a slightly different deck. It's a botanical deck. It means different things to me. So I'm going to read what I see as opposed to I'm sure if I pull, for example, a like Ace of Cups, people are going to have a p- particular notion of what that means. And maybe you do too, Lindsay. Uh, you know, you I'm not a tarot reader. Okay. I've tried, and it's it's like traditional tarot is too much for me to remember what i like about the deck that you're using and what you're doing with it is that it's so highly intuitive and you being such an intuitive person i think that using this deck comes naturally to you thank you i appreciate that um i'm going to so i'm going to walk you through this and i'll walk the listeners through this as well um but essentially uh, we'll do a a single card pull and yeah and so i'll walk you through this i'm going to pass the cards to you Okay. You want me to shuffle them? I do want you to shuffle them. And so while Do you do like casino card shuffling or I you do you do It doesn't matter. I, I don't have a personal preference. I want you to shuffle those cards in any way that you like. And while you're shuffling them, I want you to think about the past year of your life. I want you to think about things that are important to you, that have been important to you. I want you to things think about things that you've let go. I want you to think about what what this coming year means to you. I want you to think about wh- what it means to get older. But most importantly, I want you to think about you. And when you're ready, take that card out, pass it to me. So we had a card jump the deck, which means it popped out and reversed itself while Lindsay was shuffling. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I want you to keep thinking about not that card, but you, yourself, What does this year mean to you? What have you gone through? What have you overcome? What are you looking for? What do you want in the next year? And when you're ready, I want you to set the deck down between us on the table. There's no right or wrong here. It takes as long as you need it to. Okay. Okay? Now, I want you to cut the deck. Oh, I just did that. Do I do it again? I want you to cut it again. Okay. And I want you to put in my palm one section of the deck. And I want you to choose. Would you like me to read from the part in my palm or the part on the table? No, the, the one on the table. Perfect. I'm going to read one card from this deck and I will pull the top card. Would you like That's to... That's the one that felt right to me. Perfect. Do you want to hear everything that I see? Yeah. Fantastic. Totally. I, I always ask because... People don't always want to hear the good with the bad, and it depends on what I pull and what I feel and what I see, because this is an intuition read. So your card is the Ace of Pentacles, and I do not read in reverse because I do not believe that this deck was made to be read in reverse. Now, what it does come with is this beautiful little notebook, and I like to share what is in this book because it is a, it's a beautiful prompt. I'm still learning this deck, of course, but it might mean something to you. It might mean different things to me, but the Ace of Pentacles. Lunar phases are moving you and everything around you.
card itself has a branch of flowers in bloom and a crescent moon. Now, when I think about in relation to your birthday and the upcoming year and lunar phases moving you and everything around you, it feels very cyclical to me. It means to me, and what I see here, is that over the coming year, there will be phases in your life that will be both good and bad. There will be periods of brightness and periods of darkness, but that everything will come around. And that as things ebb and flow in their own time, not necessarily in accordance with the moon and once a month, but in their own cycle, in their own way in your life, things will change, but they will come back to themselves. So you may in the coming year go through a particularly dark period or a particularly difficult or changing period where you feel like forces outside of yourself are pulling you or pushing you in a certain direction the same way that the moon pulls a tide. But eventually, everything will come back. So this card to me, in relation to your upcoming year, shows that you need to have a certain amount of patience, which I know is something that you're working on. It is. But it also means that you need to understand that everything will right itself and come back into its own. And that... Even in periods where you feel uncertainty or forces outside yourself are pushing you in a different direction. You need to listen to them, respect them, but understand that you still have the power to flourish in your own way, no matter the phase. Now, you had a card jump the deck. Yeah, what does that mean? So sometimes when I'm shuffling or the person is shuffling, a card will remove itself from a deck. And uh, what I believe that that means is that that card and its energy has chosen to make itself known. Now you can choose whether or not you want to accept its message. Oh, I totally do. Okay. Then I will read the card. Which is the Queen of Wands. Lindsay squeeing silently over here. <laughs> So the Queen of Wands is another Minor Arcana card. And, and the Minor Arcana cards are not better or worse than any other cards. Um, they're simply um, multiple, like there are many multiple steps on one big journey. And so the, the Queen of Wands, every phase of natural beauty from the ground to the sky gives us no need for others to take root and fly. I love this card. So... In accordance with the Ace of Pentacles, what this means in a whole to me, and what I see here, and again, different readers are going to see different things, but what I see here is you're going to go through different phases, and they're not all going to be beautiful, sunny. They are going to be sometimes periods of mystery, sometimes periods of unknown sometimes periods of change but with the queen of uh, the queen of wands what you're going to have is also the knowledge 
that no matter what, you don't need other people's approval. You have the power within you to affect the changes that you want, to get the things that you need to make yourself happy. You don't need their approval, nor do you need to give somebody else your approval for them to succeed. That we all succeed or fail in our own ways, within our own powers. It's nice to have that reminder. Yeah, I think that that's, that's it's lovely and it's important and, and oops, <laughs> I dropped my card. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to read that one more time just because that is a particular favorite card of mine. So for not only you, Lindsay, but those listening, a nice gentle reminder that in every phase of beauty, so and every good thing and everything that we find peace and enjoyment and harmony in, from the ground to the sky, so everything all around us, gives us no need for others to take root and fly. We don't need other people to say we did a good job to know that we did a good job. We don't need other people's approval to know that we're in our own space and this is right for us. And that's important to remember in periods of uncertainty, ebbs and flows and changes. Awesome, dude. Well, Thank you so much. My, my pleasure. Happy Thank birthday. you so much. I loved that. That was really nice. All right. So, little little birthday tarot. And we are going to talk about, again, this bullshit of holidays, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. But uh, we're also going to talk about a new herb. Yes. We're going to talk about Colt's foot. Ooh. Uh. And then, lastly, before we take a little break so I can pee, what is up? With your cat dropping a ball in your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned this earlier. And, I mean, so D- Kenway has taken to <laughs> running across the bed at full <laughs> tilt in the morning to wake both Dan and I up. And, like, I almost prefer the, like, claw on lip, like, hey, 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 <laughs> to, like, full sprint. Because the full sprint is so dis- like it's so that's jarring. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot in the morning. <laughs> but you were saying that Mr... Woke you up this morning. Or it wasn't, it wasn't this morning. It was a few, two, three days ago, maybe. Um, and I was, it was one of my, the first days of um, me being sick with the plague. So, Mr., we have this ball in our apartment that we call Puppy Planet. And it used to belong to Mr.'s um, long gone best friend, Lucky. And um, Lucky was a dog. We've we've mentioned Lucky before. We Lucky, don't talk about dogs, but yeah. Lucky, Lucky was a dog. Lucky was a dog. He was Mister's. She was Mister's best friend. They loved each other dearly, um, and we still have this ball. It's still kicking around. Uh, I love that you kept that for Mister. Yeah, I think that's important. Well, we kept it because we got another dog, but Mister really likes this ball, yeah, so of it usually lives under our bed because that's where Mister likes to play <laughs> with it, and he'll carry it around sometimes. Oh, but this particular morning, he was carrying it around, and apparently he decided to carry it on top of our headboard <laughs> on our bed. And uh, <laughs> Brian and I were both, we were still both sleeping, and I woke up to a ball being dropped on my face from the headboard. <laughs> I feel like he was playing Plinko. <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. And the cats, like, they wake up, and they expect to be fed like around a certain time sure they're pretty they're pretty used to their schedule when they get fed and sometimes they feel like we need reminding i am not the feeder though oh okay brian is the feeder so why he didn't drop it on brian's face i don't know (laughs) i don't know but yeah he brought it right over dropped it right on my face that's that's adorable 
Yeah. What a way to wait. Was it gooey and like slobbery? It wasn't. No, no it was just like a hard ball on my oh face. Oh, God. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also slobbery would have been worse. But I I love that it was the cat that dropped the ball on your face. And not I the know, dog. right? <laughs> yeah, you carry it. It's, and it's, a, it's like, it's bigger than a tennis ball. Oh, geez. That's a big, he's not a large cat. No, but it is a different material. It's okay. just like kind of soft, squishy material that he can really sink his teeth into. So he can he can pick it up. Slightly bigger than <laughs> a, a tennis ball. And, yeah, he, he likes to walk around wow. with it. <laughs> That's adorable. You should try and uh, grab a photo for our Instagram. Oh, yeah, if yeah. I can. If I can, I will. But, yeah. What a, what a delightful way to wake up. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, cats are dicks. And, uh, Lindsay, I hope you enjoyed your tarot reading. We're going to be back in a second to chat about St. Patrick's Day. And a little bit later, we'll chat about Coltsfoot. Totally. See, See you soon, witches. I don't know. I almost said it. I, I had, I, I'm so used to Lindsay saying it that I almost said, See you soon. <laughs> it's, we can both say it. Just pee so bad. <laughs> so bad. I have to pee. I'm sorry. You I'm do? sorry. Listen, I do. I do really have to pee. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we're going to have some peas. And we'll see you soon, witches. <laughs> Welcome back, pussies. Welcome back. So, as promised, we are going to talk about St. Patrick's Day. Yes. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day is bullshit. It is. So instead, (laughs) we're going to mix it up today, and we're going to talk about Colt's foot first, because it's far more interesting. Yeah. Well, we... We'll t- kind of talk about them at the same time. I I don't really know what Colt's foot is. I looked it up so that I could see a picture of it on the internet. And it kind of looks like a dandelion. Yeah, it's very dandelion adjacent. Um, in fact, it is sort of in that same dandelion family. Uh, I think most listeners have probably seen Colt's foot and not realized that that's what it was. Um, the leaves look very different. The leaves are in the shape of a Colt's foot. <laughs> Which is fucking stupid. Right. So it it's I don't know. It's fucking leaf shaped. I don't like it's it's an ace of spades shaped leaf. Okay. Um, right. And right. I don't know any cult that has a pointy toe. So like it it doesn't make any sense to me. It, but it looked like on the internet too. Maybe um the flowers are clustered together a little closer yes. than a dandelion. Yeah. So dandelions are individual plants with one stalk and a and a flower. Where these cluster very much so together. They can't grow singularly, but they do tend to cluster. And if you see a yellow flower, they tend to grow in shallow, like sandy, shitty waste soil. Um, so if there's like a like a lot of runoff from like on the side of a highway or um, the edge of a river where like a lot of silt and that sort of stuff might have built up, they grow in really terrible um, soil conditions. And they have instead of a dandelion being this sort of like domed cluster of yellow petals, this has a really tight clear defined center and the little tiny fringe yellow all around it. it's very flat by comparison where a dandelion is like this oh. little half dome oh okay right yeah. right i got you i got you we'll post a picture on our instagram but yeah 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 totally i mean the one question that's always on my mind and at this point for the listeners who have been following along with us i've, I've got to imagine that they're thinking the same question in their heads too is uh, can you smoke can it you smoke can it, it? 
you can. Yeah. <laughs> you totally, absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Colt's Foot is, is very much smokable. And I'm going to, as always, make Lindsay my guinea pig oh to gosh. light it up first. This is going to be great for my cough. <laughs> it actually, it actually literally is. Is it? The, uh, the, scien- yeah, the scientific name for Colt's Foot, which I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce today, um, it means like... Fix your cough or something. Oh. Like it, it, it's literally like cough related. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Colt's foot is, it is used primarily for coughs. And it was, it's one of the primary ingredients, the leaf, or sorry, the leaves in particular. So we're drinking, or drinking shit. We're <laughs> smoking <laughs> a, like a true just Colt's foot leaf. Okay. You don't smoke the buds. You don't smoke the flowers. You smoke the leaves. And when it, uh, much like a dandelion, when it goes to seed, it goes poof, white, fluffy shit. Um, you don't smoke that either. Dude, I've got to say. Yeah. You're getting really good at the <laughs> joint rolling now. I'm like Thanks. expecting this joint and it's perfect firmness the entire way through. Thank you. It, it, you know, it's it, they're definitely getting prettier. They are definitely getting prettier. That one feels good. Good job. Yeah, dude. tapered. Good job. <laughs> I'm going to light this little baby up. Do it. So its primary use is anti anti cough. It is it'll it's supposed to break up your mucusy phlegm and fix your cough. You can also take the fresh leaves and grind them up in a poultice for eczema. But this is a great time for the disclaimer. Um, Dr. Ronnie says, don't smoke Colt's foot if you're pregnant. I don't, Engineer Dan's going to be a weird place. I'm a witch. Witch Ronnie says, <laughs> we're not, the point here is we're not doctors. We're not medical professionals. We're not trained in any way. We do some book reading and some basic internet research, but across the board, um, very much do not smoke this. If you are pregnant or planning on being pregnant, um, do not combine this with blood pressure medicine. And it is, uh, known in large quantities to fuck with your liver. So you can make a tea with it. Um, if you have a cough, you can make a tea. But don't drink more than three cups of Colt Foot's tea in three days. And don't consume it with alcohol or Tylenol. So, you know, we're taking our own chances today because we've definitely been drinking. We have been drinking. I mean, it's the St. Patrick's Day episode. I didn't take, so. ty- <laughs> I didn't take Tylenol, but... <laughs> <laughs> the alcohol has been happening there. Um, the other, the other things uh, around Colt's foot, um, it is one of the first flowers of spring. Um, so it is popular for, I'm going to butcher these words again in bulk, um, Ostara and Beltane rituals. So, um, usually woven that's, into wreaths. That's right. Those oh, words are right. Yes. You did a good job. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and it's usually, usually woven into re- uh, wreaths or like headdresses or necklaces. What are you thinking? You got it lit finally. It didn't I know, dude. It's so it's, I think you rolled this joint a little too good because it's <laughs> it's kind of hard to puff. But if you just like oh, fair. if you if you smoke it like you're trying to smoke a cigarette and just pull really hard, you'll get something out of it. All right, fair. I'm gonna give this a try. It tastes um, kind of like dirt, I guess. Yeah, it does taste like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. This particular joint is a little difficult to smoke. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. 
Yeah, it doesn't. It ha- it's reminiscent a little of that grassiness that we get out of a lot of the herbs that we smoke, but um, it tastes more like dirt than anything else to me. So I got a pretty good pull off of that, and probably because it's it looks the, like you got it going. Yeah, and in the back of my head, I I I knew what it was supposed to taste like. So the description that I've gotten is that it's supposed to taste like a blend of dandelion, which is very um, bitter, burdock, okay. which I'm not sure how it tastes because I have yet to try that one, and anise or anise. Okay. So like this sort of like bitter licorice flavor. And I got the just the faintest hint of that licorice dirt. <laughs> I'm like on my lips. I kind of have that like anise licorice flavor yeah, too. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it, it's like ov- overwhelmingly like dirt. Um, it. <laughs> It it does, uh, yeah. I don't know. It it does smoke smooth. I mean, yeah, it's definitely not as harsh as a lot of the more recent ones we have smoked have been. So yeah, Colt's foot. Use it for coughs. It's definitely smokable. It's one of the like primary smoking herbs on that side of things. It's actually like one of the first things that comes up if you Google Colt's foot is that you can smoke it. Um, it's a pretty little flower. You can use the flower. You can use the leaves. You can use the roots, but you I, I would, didn't find a lot on those. And magically speaking, um, spells for wandering lovers, um, some divination spells maybe. And I saw some stuff around karma or political power, but there weren't a lot of firm things. It's mostly medicinal herb. So we're gonna we're gonna continue to pass this around and puff. Well, we um, chat a little bit about the bullshit holiday that is St. Patrick's Day. So, I dated an Irish guy for a few years, and they he, he always really liked St. Patrick's Day, and I would go out like drinking with him and and our other sure Irish friends. Yeah, uh, I mean, and it was fun. But like having worked in the restaurant industry, I've got to say it's it's not fun when you work in the restaurant industry. Yeah, I think um, you know I'm not Irish, and I'm um, and we're not trying to say if you have fun on St. Patrick's Day because to you it's a celebration of like Irish culture, then cool, like whatever, go do your thing. But um, but the history of St. Patrick's Day, as it relates to pagan beliefs and witchcraft, is absolute utter garbage. And that's what made me start to dislike St. Patrick's Day. Like, when I first started diving into witchcraft in my teens, and I learned, like, oh, this is actually, this actually means this and not what you think it means. Right. Like, St. Patrick wasn't even Irish. No. He was, he was Roman Britain. This happened so fucking long ago. Like, the Iron Ages. Like, like ridiculously long ago. And yeah, he was he was a Roman Briton who was kidnapped. I, I also read that it's potentially true, like there was conflicting evidence, but it's possible that his name wasn't even Patrick to begin with. It oh, was really? like Mowen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I there were definitely conflicting sources on that, but yeah, it's he wasn't even pa- like he wasn't even potentially Patrick and he wasn't Irish. And he was, um, he was kidnapped, which is neat. He escaped to either, again, conflicting sources on this. He either escaped and went to Gaul, which is France, mm-hmm. or uh, he escaped and um, went to Ireland. I think he was like potentially he was kidnapped and he was forced into slavery, 
in Ireland to farm sheep and then escaped and came back. But somewhere in there. That's, I think, what I had always learned was that he was kidnapped, taken to Ireland, was forced to work there, escaped from Ireland, and then came back. Came back. Yeah. Yeah. I I read different things from um, sources like National Geographic and that sort of thing, which whatever, um, you know, trust it or don't. But... Uh, there was definitely some conflicting evidence there, but the, like the biggest thing was just like, he was, he was a dude who was in a terrible situation who prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and then had visions and was like, you should take this boat to Ireland. And I was like, oh, okay. I, and then once there, he was all big on religion and down on pagans. Yeah. And then that's where the like whole chasing the snakes out of Ireland right, comes from. Right. There were no fucking snakes in Ireland. No, there no were no actual snakes. like but like biological snakes. Like it, it's not even possible. Like Ireland so snakes came like into England and that area around six thousand, sixty five thousand um C E and uh and, and the link to Ireland from like land mass and the way that the waters and continents shifted was cut off 8,000 CE. So like it was, it was or, like, it was so like, or 8,000 years before that. B- BC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. BC. It was the link to Ireland was severed before snakes got to the shores to even be able to cross over. Right. So the only way that they would be able to get there would be like hiding in a fruit basket on a boat or something, <laughs> Basically. <right? laughs> so s- snakes were, you know, this. Uh, however, the symbol of evil and a symbol for heathens and a very, very common and powerful druidic symbol. And so that's what St. Patrick ended up driving out of Ireland were the pagans. Right. Uh, and the like way he went about that, there's a lot of different um, stories, and they're mostly folklore. Some of them have been made canon by the Catholic Church. Uh, but we only have like two snippets of a letter that he wrote because this all happened so long ago. Like almost nothing survived, and it's just a lot of word of mouth. And the the sort of more common things are he there was a very popular druidic hill um called the hill of tara where that was where like they would the druids would host a lot of their um rituals and they would kick off these festivals um with a big bonfire and saint patrick to spite them went to the hill across from it and lit his own bonfire before he went to like preach to a king what was like dick I once had an Irish friend say to me, and this just broke my heart. Um, They said to me, you know, we used to worship God as a mother. Oh. In talking about St. Patrick's Day. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like, and that hill, that hill of Tara was also very, very important for the uh, mythology and the folklore around like fur bogs and that sort of thing. Like it's a very rich history of mm-hmm. ireland and saint patrick came and was like yeah you know fuck your fuck your history yeah he was uh, like i had these gonna, visions yeah. i saw i saw these things and and your history is wrong and this is what it is now there's also some conflicting um uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for here 
some conflicting information around, you know, what kind of person he was. He definitely started with, uh, like, converting women in positions of power or more, more affluent women because there's records of him and his letters uh, accepting gifts from them in exchange for converting them to uh, Christianity. And then on the flip side of that, he also converted the poor and slaves. Was he like a handsome, charming dude? I have n- no idea. No. I, d- I don't know about that side of things, but uh, yeah, he just, I just, there's something weird about, to me, maybe as a non Irish person, about celebrating uh, the. Uh, the end of one tradition for the beginning of a different spiritual tradition by having parades, getting drunk, and drinking green beer. Yeah, you know, green beer, gross. It's so gross. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we want to chat a little bit about it while smoking Goldsfoot, which is native to Ireland. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, just because, you know, it happens, it happens this week, and uh, it affected uh druids and folks that believed in things that are are now being resurfaced with modern witchcraft uh, and it's not that one belief or religious system is better than another or but, right or wrong but but that saint patrick's as a saint patrick's day as a celebration I feel like it's kind of bullshit. I've never enjoyed it. It's it's an amateur hour for yeah. for bar hopping and it's messy and it's always been messy. It's always it's been messy history and tends to be messy celebrations. Yeah. So but not into it. Not into it. St. Patrick's Day this year is on a Tuesday, I think. Which is cool for me because I probably won't be working. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are going to take a hot second now that our Colts foot joint is thoroughly out. And we'll be back in a moment with a brand new segment. Yeah. We're going to be back in just a second with our Pussy of the Week. Pussy of the Week. Pussy of the Week. So excited. All right. (laughs) We'll be right back. See you soon, witches. Taste of whiskey. There was uncles giving lectures on ancient Irish history. The men all started telling jokes, and the women they got frisky. But five o'clock in the evening, every bastard there was pissy. Very well gone away. There's nothing left to say. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. We're back. Hi. I didn't know I was starting this one. <laughs> all right. Cool. Coolio. Coolio. Um, Pussy of the Week, dude. Yeah, we're going to do a Pussy of the Week from now on. Yeah, we got super psyched after our last Femisode and decided we should talk about a pussy every week. Yeah, there's there's so many awesome fem people. There's so many awesome pussies out there. Just for a reminder, pussies are people that just own their shit, that are strong, independent, cool, badass individuals. It's not about gender. It's about really being in, like, being into it and being, like, self-reliant and being a fucking badass pussy. Absolutely. So, our first pussy of the week is an old dear friend of mine, Woo! actually. Um, a friend of mine that I met when I was living in Las Vegas as a teenager. Um, this woman has been through a lot with me. She actually ran over an ex-boyfriend for me once. 
It was great. No, it was wonderful. Wow. Wow. It was awesome. Uh, Never forget that. But uh, But, uh, we reconnected recently, and we had a nice long chat on the phone. Actually, it was after a recording session here. Cool. Um, I called her up because she had texted me earlier, and I was like, she deserves a phone call. So I called her. We talked for a really long time, and she sent me a picture of her bare ass. Yeah. Um, to show me a tattoo that she had gotten. And this is, uh, it's it's actually like two tattoos under both of her ass cheeks. Um, What'd she get? And in gangster ass letters, she has witchcraft yes. underneath her ass cheeks. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm envious of that tattoo. That's, that's <laughs> rocket. That is so punk that is that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to rochelle rochelle our pussy of the week for <laughs> tattooing right under her butt her own personal belief system witchcraft <laughs> so cool gangster as fuck <laughs> i'll never be that cool <laughs> <laughs> awesome well if you have a pussy of the week nomination you can always drop us a line on our instagram or our gmail at 5ctp pod at those things before we leave you today we have one final shout out yeah to germany germany we monitor our spotify analytics uh, because we are weirdo obsessed people like that. So uh, I get really excited. We get really excited when we see that we have new listeners from new countries. So yeah, Spotify will break it down by country for us. We love all of our listeners, but new in the last couple of weeks for us has been Germany. So whoever you are, a couple of pings, a couple of listens from Germany, fucking rock on, man. Yeah. So excited that we have German listeners. Totally. We like you. Yeah, keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been it's been kind of a, a mix it up episode. Um, belated happy birthday to Lindsay. Colt's foot, pretty smokable. Pretty smokable, yeah. Once you get over the dirty taste, it's it's, <laughs> it's okay. And I haven't yeah. felt like I needed to cough, so I think Ooh, that shit works. That is good. Yeah. Very nice. Well, sweet. Uh, can't wait to do another Pussy of the Week. Can't wait to be back in the studio recording our next episode. Look forward to chatting with all of you again. Until next time, no pervs, no Nazis. Totally. <laughs> <laughs>